Hello, everybody. Welcome to RPG Cast 633 for the week of May 28th, 2022. I am your host, Hannah Ree Privateer. I know, this is a very strange voice coming out of your podcasting device. Anna's back! I'm here! I'm here! Where have you been? Doing a business course. <laughs> so, um, work kind of got a little crazy for me. I, I decided to go full-time at my crypto job and leave the games industry. And um, I ended up biting off a lot more than I could chew and taking on a lot of roles that I was unfamiliar with and got completely overwhelmed. And on top of that, uh, they enrolled me in a business course to support some of the new things that I was doing. And so um, I had no time <laughs> Uh, um, at least you're moving on up in the world. Yes. Um, so, yeah, things have calmed down considerably at my job. I have hired people to do the things that I am not good at doing, and they do them much better than I ever did. And so my hours are back to something less than insanity. And I have completed my business course that was six months long. And so I'm looking forward to being back on more podcasts. So you're a businesswoman now. <laughs> what says I wasn't before? Business, 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 business. So we are Sorry, actually was... in the process of potentially selling off one of the IPs at my company. So that will well, also significantly lighten my workload. My doctor has also said I shouldn't be working full time anymore. So I do need to shed some additional responsibilities at some point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so. working too much is never fun. Yeah, your doctor just tells you what you can't do. It's time to show them what you can do. <laughs> uh, I actually started on a new medication today. So, Oh, fun. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. It's crazy. I had to be tested to make sure that I didn't have any form of hepatitis and that I didn't have TB before I was allowed to start this medication. Ooh. And in fact... I can only take it for 30 days and then I have to have another set of blood tests to make sure that it's not boxing my kidneys and liver. And then I can go on it for three months and then I have to be tested again for absolutely everything. This sounds fun. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. I, uh, I started a new medication. Well, I was all fed by medication and then I started in a couple of weeks and it's a replacement for s surgery. So, Yay. Yay. I'm being intentionally vague because I don't know how TMI you want me to get on the show. <laughs> so, oh, sorry. Was this not medical cast? It's RPG cast. Oh. Oh, why didn't you tell me yes. that? Oh, no, I guess it's angry anime cat cast. We found the best filter on Snapchat and we can't stop using it for all of our kitties. Uh, Chris Privateer is also here. Oh, hi, Kelly Ryan. I, I, I thought I've told you about the angry anime cat filter not before. till yesterday it's, it's one of my favorite gifs is someone using it so <laughs> it was made for all of our cats with resting bitch face <laughs> all right i am gonna jump right into what i've been playing because this is yes, the rpg cast your source for news and, and all the best filters. news all the best cat filters and i guess some people that talk about what they've been playing so 
Um, I picked up for uh, May the 4th the three Vader Immortal episodes on Oculus Quest. So I played through all the first episode, all the second episode. They're not terribly long. They're like a couple hours long a piece. Less if you don't suck like I do. (laughs) I'm just like, I don't know how to climb a ladder. (laughs) So I'm just like, kind of flailing my hands around. You don't know how to so, climb it in real life or just in the game? Just in the game. Okay. <laughs> it so requires certain amounts of coordination that just aren't working for me at the moment. Okay. Sorry. So you're playing as Darth Vader. Are, are you crying no to the sky? So you actually don't play as Darth Vader. Oh. You play as Vader's temporary apprentice. Oh. Yeah, so you have a rare bloodline that Vader has been looking for in order to unlock immortality, thus Vader Immortal. Wait, is this the same apprentice that was in the EA games? No. Because he had an apprentice there, too. Correct. He's really hard on his apprentices. I I guess so. Spoilers, by the end of episode two, you are no longer his apprentice. (gasps) Anna, (laughs) spoilers. Spoilers! Uh, you, You see it coming from a mile off. Yeah, it's Vader. Vader is Vader is very bad at apprenticing. So I'm I'm I think about halfway through episode three. So I'll probably dive back into that this weekend and finish it up. It's good. Um, I enjoyed it. Um, there is actually a relaxed mode that I could be playing, but I'm being dumb and stubborn and just not using the accessibility features that are baked into the game. <laughs> I'm just like, no, damn it, I'm gonna climb those ladders. Yeah, good on you. You're doing hard mode. <laughs> this is the Dark Souls of Darth Vader um, <laughs> VR. Um, so uh, on the like complete opposite end of the spectrum, I've been playing Seven Pirates H. What? Oh, um, this is oh. an anime titty game. Isn't no. it? This is Titties the game. No. <laughs> no. Um, so this is the uh, series that started with Monster Mon Piece and then had Moro Chronicle, Moro Cristo, which were for uh, both first person dungeon crawlers. Um, this is a third person, um, sort of like Chrono Trigger style JRPG where all the enemies are visible on screen. Um, there is a slight transition when you go into battle. Um, but yeah, it it felt it, it feels both familiar and different from the last two games because they're both still dungeon crawler ish. Um, but the dungeons are much smaller. And so you you basically get to go to pretty disparate areas. And sort of that variety is really nice because the dungeons definitely start to feel extremely samey in uh chronicles and crystal so it also reduces the cast down from like 800 monster girls to just seven pirates one human and six monster girls and so they're really able to um focus the narrative on just a small number of characters and that really improves the story significantly um also there is the stats of your uh, pirates are based on how you manipulate their breasts. <laughs> so there's touch controls and there's like what? regular controls. And so like if you spin their breasts clockwise, no. 
No, don't. It tell makes me them this. larger. You spin their breast counterclockwise, it makes no. them smaller. And you know, you can like lift up their boobs, or you can flick up their boobs, and that changes like the firmness and the height. <laughs> I hope no one's listening to this the, with their kids in the this, car. Uh, this this doesn't do the Japanese game industry any favors. I'm just saying, <laughs> but it's Not that I'm fun, and and it's cool because it actually has sort of like a, a push pull mechanic to it. So no pun intended. Um, because the larger their breasts are, the more attack that they get, but the less their agility grows. And when their breasts are smaller, the more agility that they get. And there's all sorts of sets where it's like your defense goes up, but your agility goes down, and your attack goes up, but your defense goes down, or your HP goes down and so you kind of have to you can make all of your girls have giant tatas that are like super soft and super firm and i can't believe that those are not disparate stats and like super high um but honestly that is not the best way to play the game you definitely want to specialize some of your girls into like having a lot of like there's a one of the pirates is a dragon girl and she has an ability that taunts the enemy, so she's far more likely to be attacked. And so, like, I actually kept her breasts relatively small because I wanted her to have good agility and Anna, a lot of hit points. Anna, do you have another business course you need to go <laughs> attend? I going to say, Dragon Girl shouldn't have breasts. <laughs> this one does. She actually starts out with huge boobs. Oh, goodness. Okay. Sure. <laughs> Anyways, it's harmless fun. I am very curious to see where um, they're going to go next with this series because they haven't re- remade the first game. And it's one of my favorites from the Vita. I think you played it too. It's the one where you put down card girl, uh, monster oh, girls on yeah. cards. And the more that you rub the card, the more clothes that they lose and therefore the more powerful that they are. Yeah, I didn't get very far in that. Oh, I, I had a total blast with that game. I would love to see it remade. But I would also like to see a new game in this series. So I'm kind of good either way. And then once again, on the complete opposite end of the spectrum, I've been playing Great Ace Attorney 2. <laughs> so I I played through the, the first half of the Great Ace Attorney Chronicles earlier this year. I think in like February. Um, Great Ace Attorney. Yeah, in February. So I I like ripped through the the first half of that game because I'd already played it on the 3DS. I creatively acquired it. And so now I'm working through the second half of the game. I'm on case four out of five. I will um, probably finish case four today and we'll see if I finish all the cases this weekend. So what have you been playing, Kelly? Oh, I have been completely playing out of character the past week because I picked up Elden Ring for my birthday. Oh my gosh. Happy birthday! Yes, thank you. I spent my birthday in Atlanta amongst the business people and it was, I mean, they were nice to me. Among the native business people of Atlanta. Nature's last reserve for business people. I love that like the day after everybody came home from that meeting, there was a company-wide email that was like, yeah, people showed up with COVID. You should get tested. Uh Yeah. It's almost like I said that I was concerned about that. Nobody really cared. Was yeah, yeah. was that concerned? Uh, well, luckily I did. I think I repeated. The, I'm repeating the story, but luckily I did not get COVID. Yay! Um, <clears throat> unluckily I did get sick. So my entire uh, 
vacation that I took after that was just recovering from being sick. But that's neither here nor there. Um, but no, um, I, I picked up Elden Ring because, uh, I don't know, I've been in kind of a gaming lull, and every podcast that I've been listening to lately has just been like, oh, Elden Ring is so good. It's like my favorite game of the year. And I think what pushed me over the edge was that story that you posted in dis- our Discord about um, the chick that was playing Animal Crossing and Breath of the Wild and got into the game and finished it before her dude bro gaming boyfriend <laughs> and uh he was like well you didn't really finish it you used summons <laughs> and it's like well hell if all i need to do is just use summons to finish the game how hard could it be oh i see kelly you wanted girlfriend mode i see yes yes exactly well i mean i I, I, there's no mistake. I am a Dark Souls scrub. I am not good at this game. I, I rolled a, a mage, um, an astrologian, and I'm just basically shooting sparkles at everything. That's the way to play. And, yeah, and putting all my points into int and trying to shoot bigger and bigger sparkles. <laughs> but I did me. finish the second major story boss, I, I think. It's uh, Godric the Grafted? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you got past... Uh, um. Wow. How how was how did you enjoy um ah uh, you do possess a measure of talent. How did you enjoy dude who was poking you with a stick? The first boss. Oh, hey, that one wasn't that bad because there was a summon portal outside hey, of it. I don't know what version uh, you're playing. You're playing a different game. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's what you're feeling. I don't know what game you're playing. That's not dark. That's not the Elden Ring I know. <laughs> Cuz oh, yeah, cuz you played an unpatched version, and I guess they've fixed a lot of the exploits, haven't they? Well, I mean, forget the exploits. Like, that's, that's just a hard fight. <laughs> oh, I'm, I used a summon, and it summoned a dude. I I don't know if it yeah, was Yeah, and then NPC. he dies, and then you're like, well, that didn't help me. <laughs> um, But I've also got that summon that summons, like, five dudes with clubs. Oh, okay. Yep. Um, which is pretty OP, as, especially after you upgrade it, because those things hit pretty hard and st- stay alive longer than the wolves. So I used that and then just kind of stood off to the side and was throwing rocks at the thing until it died. Fair enough. And and then Godric the Godric the Grafted was the same way, um, only that there wasn't a. Uh, guy summon outside of it, but I was still able to use my dudes. But then. I got him down to half health and was like, oh, did I get him? No, he just stuck a dragon arm on his arm, or a dragon head on his arm. Mm-hmm. That's not fun. You can get then, that dragon head. Oh, you can? Yeah. That's what you can craft from his remembrance. Oh, I haven't used Then you can punch with a dragon head. Okay. <laughs> it sucks, need... actually, but it's oh, cool. It's you it's you have to idea. like if you want to do it you can build a build around it but you have to like really tune for it because otherwise it sucks. Yeah, I I I've run into a lot of stuff like that actually. Um, I I need to respec. Um, oh, you'll get that soon. That's your next big boss. Yeah, but um, I was like, oh god, this thing is breathing fire. Wait, my shield blocks fire, so I would just block blocked the fire and then the dude the idiot was just standing in the middle of the I don't like that you're uh, better at Elden Ring than me <laughs> I don't think, <laughs> I don't honestly think that I'm any better th- at this because um, 
you know those videos where you see a turtle, like a little box turtle taking on a big old cat? Mm-hmm. That's how what I feel like with some of the bigger That's what you're supposed to feel like. Yes. Because <laughs> um, after I fin- finished Godric, it told you to go to this tower across a bridge um, to power up the rune. And I didn't. There's three huge giants on mm-hmm. on that bridge. Um, What'd you do? So I thought, well, okay, well, let's see what happens when I start messing with these three giants. And they're they're killing me mm-hmm. quite badly. Mm-hmm. And then, um, oh, God, what else? Did you did you notice that if you stand in front of the other two, the one in the back might shoot them? Oh, no, I didn't notice that. Oh. I uh, did notice that um, you could just run. They're so slow and stupid that you could just run right yep. past them. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's the um, way. <laughs> yeah. But then I powered up the rune. It was like, okay, well, let's see what I can do with this baby. And then that rune made me powerful enough that, you know, if I just shot at their legs, I could kill them. There you go. So it was like, okay. I ran into this other giant that was just like that in like this area that it teleported me to. I wonder if I could take out that guy. And nope, that guy was pretty strong. I I think I tried at that thing for an hour and I would get it down to like a third health and either mess up my dodge roll or dodge roll right off a cliff. So I was like, okay, I need to kind of I'm beating my head against the wall here. I need to go do something else for a little while. So now I'm running around in that Marshall land area, um, trying to find the map. Um, and, and yeah, I, well, I, my next goal is I need to run around and look for more flask upgrades and look for more smithing stones so that I can upgrade this one staff that I have. Um, cause, cause I looked up a, a quick and dirty mage build. I have two staves. It's the Meteorologian staff and the um, the Demigoddess staff. And the Meteorologian one um, scales and the Demigoddess one doesn't, but the Demigoddess one is also infinitely upgradable. So I need to just go upgrade the crap out of that one. And then I, I guess my next goal is the uh, Academy. Mm-hmm. So... Um, which boss is the one where that has the guy with the pot on his head? Oh, that's way later. That's Mikola. Oh, okay. Pl- my, I'm Melania, Blade of Mikola, and I have never known defeat. Except from a okay. naked dude with a jar on his head. Okay, gotcha. So that that's a little wild. Because, oh, you know, looking ahead at the guy that I was looking at, I was like, wait, that I wonder if that one coming up is the chick. No. Nope. Oh, I guess not. No, she's an optional boss. Okay. Okay, that, well, that's good. Because she's so maybe, hard. <laughs> maybe I will get Jarhead. Or Probably not. I doubt he's still doing that. You never know. Yeah, all right. Uh, <laughs> let, let me let solo, me solo her. <laughs> um, and, and yeah, I am having a surprising amount of fun with this game. Did, so I, I got the Veil of Mimicry, which turned turned me into a ballista when I used yes. it. <laughs> So I, I got the bright idea to, like, see how much you could screw with the mobs with mm-hmm. that. And mm-hmm. I was like, okay. Um, this is a sneaking right in- mission. Yeah, I, it ran into me. I wonder what happens if I start pushing it. And it's hitting me. Yeah, as soon and as it knows it, that you're not, it hits you. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, and and it, they don't like movement, so it's just like Metal Gear Solid. But they aren't smart enough to notice that it's moved since they've uh, turned around. Mm-hmm. Which that is not like Metal Gear Solid, because the second the soldier in that figures up that the box moved, then they'll you know lift up the box. So I I love that. I I think I laughed for like a minute straight when I got that item and turned into a ballista and was just shuffling around the ground like I was moving an object in edit mode. It's pretty good. That that cracked me up so hard. And yeah, I I love running around and double jumping on my goat. Goat horse. Gorse. Gorse. I don't know. I I think it's actually supposed to be a bicorn. Its name is Torrent. Yeah. That's all I know. It's a cute name. But I I am just... He represents all the games you stole in the 90s. <laughs> um, yeah, Torrent is a good boy. I love Torrent. Oh, uh, and speaking of good boys, I did uh, uh, Blad the Half-Wolf side quest. Blythe. Blyde. Blythe. Blythe. The D is pronounced T-H because oh. Old English. Okay, Blythe. Yeah, I know. I I know. It makes no sense to us. But yeah, I did his side quest. He's a good boy. He's a good boy. So you did all that? Oh, wait. Not all of it. Okay. the first half. There's a lot to that quest involving a whole other person's (laughs) ending quest. (laughs) Oh, okay. Um. He he's awesome. Oh, and, and yeah, the, it's always it's been cracking me up in the game when I'm trying to be stealthy, and then the mobs decide to choose violence. Um, <laughs> chosen violence. <laughs> I I got in a very nasty tussle with a uh, rune bear outside of where that guy was. Mm-hmm. And it's like, wow, this thing is ripping up the entire ruins, and all I was trying to do was just get into the little tomb that was right next to him. So, <laughs> that's how that goes. And, and I also didn't realize just how huge this game was going to be because I thought it was all going to take place in that like one little area below, and getting through the castle and seeing like no, there's a whole other top half to the map, and it's kind of it's kind of fun, but it's also kind of intimidating. Like man, this is definitely a, a grown up Breath of the Wild. <laughs> Um, so yeah, yeah you, you'll pro yeah, you'll uh, be hearing a lot more of my Elden Ring exploits probably until um, oh god, what comes out next? And I'm looking forward to probably Xenoblade, maybe not Xenoblade. So until we, we hear about live. the power of the Monado, um, <sighs> I haven't actually looked at the release list, but I I know that there isn't really a thing I'm looking forward to until June. Or, well, I guess June is next week. But, um, and also going completely out of character. Uh, so I I play Idol Champions of the Realms, which is that D&D idol game. I'm playing it right and now on the stream. I, I see. And this week, or the most recent event was uh, getting a Modron in your party. Mm-hmm. And I did not know that that Modron was a character in another game. Planescape Torment, apparently. So I... I look it up and it's like, wait, this Modron is voiced by Homer Simpson? I've got to play Planscape Torment. Uh, oh. Unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, that character's a little bit far in the game. Oh, um, is it? Yeah. 
So I bought the Switch version of that ages ago, and that mm-hmm. I'm regretting that purchase because even though I pumped up the font to as high as I could, I could still barely read the font in the handheld mode. And that, that really pisses me off. And it's not because of the size, it's because of the color choices that they used. Okay. Have you played Planescape Tournament? I have not. I own it like seven different ways. Okay. But Well, don't you know. play this version if you have bad eyesight. Okay. Noted. Because um, it's a part of the problem is they use different colors for the fonts. And the colors do not read well in handheld mode. Um, and, and I boot up the PC version. And it's like, okay, this is clearly a Switch problem because I can read the Switch, the PC version, absolutely fine. So I ended up rebooting up the game. Um, I don't know how much I'm gonna play of it now. Um, now that I'm to the PC version, I'm in kind of a gaming. Well, as far as my portable game goes, I'm in kind of like I don't know what I want to play. Mm-hmm. Um. But Planescape Torment is amusing, especially uh, seeing Mort the Skull hit on every single zombie that's in the tomb as you start up. Um, it's the other game with a talking skull, besides Monkey Island. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I, w- I was confused because the Dresden Files also has a talking skull. And it well, never wonder. mind then. Just the third game, the third thing with a talking skull. A, a horny talking skull at that, mm. which makes me wonder if uh, the character Bob the Skull is very much inspired by Mort the Skull. If if I ever meet Jim Butcher at a convention, I want to ask him that. Fair enough. Um, it, it's annoying because Jim Butcher regularly uh, made appearances at a bookstore that we liked in Kansas City, and that bookstore shut down. Oh, sorry. Yeah, that that kind of disappointed me, but we'll see what else I we'll see if I stick with Planscape because, like I said, I'm just in a weird gaming portable gaming space right now where I don't know what I want to play. I just I want I want to play more Elden Ring, but I only play play, more Elden Ring. I know, but that's not portable, and my husband is the one you can play it. uh, You have a you're on PlayStation Five. Use the remote thing with a tablet. (laughs) That's what I did. I I was playing it in bed. Were you doing well, or were you just... Like, I, I wouldn't do, like, hard boss fights on it. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I thought he was going to say, well, just use remote play with a Vita. I'm like, wait, you can do that? Uh, I don't think you I can don't... do that with a PS5. Hmm. I don't know. But, um, but yeah, Elden Ring, I that. That game is so good. I didn't think I would get that that much into it, and I haven't been able to put it down. Still maidenless. Still maidenless. I I went and got hugged. Oh. And then remembered the debuff and was like, yeah, I probably yeah, you gotta take that to, off. Yeah. I probably need that extra health since I get die in two hits with this build. You got a hug. So I, I love that you can equip whatever the hell you want on Torrent, and it doesn't matter. So just stack up a whole bunch of plate and yeah, circle strap around outdoor bosses. Care. Yeah. <laughs> no, my what what gets to me is that when I'm in an intense boss fight, I find myself accidentally pressing in the L the L three button, which kicks you off the mount. 
Mm-hmm. And yes. that's not yeah, fun. That's not good. All of a sudden, like, wee! Like, no, 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 I, no, 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 man. I, is that just a me problem, or do you do that too? Yes. Okay. I need to just unbind that key if I can, but I don't know if you can. I don't know. I also didn't think I would be able to get used to the. uh, That's how you get off the mount, though, so you can't unbind it. (laughs) I know. You can't unbind it. What are you talking about? I wish you could disable that. (laughs) I wish when he was in a fight, like, you know how it disables your map button when you're Mm -hmm. in a fight? Why can't it do that with the kickoff mount button? I, I don't know. But. Because I you might don't... not want to be on the mount during a fight. I know. Believe it or not. <laughs> I can't tell you how many fights I've lost because it's like, shit, Tori, where'd you go? Oh, I pressed the button. <laughs> uh, I also didn't think I would get used to the shoulder action buttons, but that's surprisingly intuitive. Yeah, that works out well, doesn't it? Yeah, I, I had to switch that shit for uh chaos game that I'm blanking on. Uh, Final Fantasy strangers of paradise yeah i had to switch switch it to the buttons because that was driving me crazy but now i muscle if i ever go back to that game for the dlc muscle memory is gonna do me in um well that's probably enough elden ring i know that you talked a lot about it and you'll definitely be hearing my progress throughout the weeks but very uncharacteristically gaming week for me between those two games because i Normally don't drive with Souls games, and I normally don't drive with CRPGs. Fair enough. So, I don't know what you've been playing. I've been playing some of the stuff you've been playing. Namely, I am playing, um, uh, what, I'm playing, uh, I'm, uh, Champions of the Lost something, the idol game. Idol Champions of the Forgotten Realms? Yeah, that one. Champions of the Forgotten Lost Realms. Lost Idols, Realms, Champions. I have nothing really to say about that other than I'm I'm following a guide again and I'm making progress and I'm working on unlocking Dragon Bait right now. And I asked my oh, wife, he... like, did you do Dragon Bait? She's like, who? <laughs> I'm like, okay, we're following different paths in this game. <laughs> yeah, he's a really good tank. <laughs> yeah, so uh, um, I will be I... sharing that newbie guide with Anna soon because she's further than me and has less things done that are expected to be done at that point in the game for her. <laughs> I'm still trying to finish all of the different variants of Baldur's Gate Descent into Avernus. Mm-hmm. And I'm stuck on a variant that puts rocks in your party, and I have to get to 375. And I'm using a debuff party for quick damage, and I keep running into this thing to where every single mob but one will die. And it just will not kill that last one no matter what I do. Oh. And I don't know why it does that. Doesn't like you. I guess. I don't know. It it drives me up the wall. I mean, it it's nice for farming gold because I f- found a gold farming thing with a chick with tigers. Um. Yes, that's yes. I've got her. That's Azaka. <laughs> yeah. Um. But but so I've I've kind of like farmed gold until I can overcome that hurdle. It just gets very frustrating, and I have only got like 25 more areas to go and i hate it when i hit a wall like that when i'm that close yep that'll happen oh Oh, did you did you also know that you can unlock a fourth party now too i do know that but i'm i haven't even unlocked the third party 
So oh. I'm not ready for I, it. Because I have one party that's doing un unpatron variants, and then another party that's working on patron variants, and then another party that works on um, either farming favor or events. So I don't know what I would use a fourth party for. Probably another patron. Makes sense. Yeah, because I really want some of those familiars from the patrons. But that's a lot of influence that you've got to farm. Whew. Okay. Um, that's, yeah, so that's idle. Nobody cares about that. Um, I've been playing uh, Divinity Original Sin 2 again. I still hate the battle system, but I'm on story mode and that's working. And I bought it on the Switch. So it's the game. It's oh. the big... I wanted a game that had meat to it that I can play in bed that was mm-hmm. like... I, sorry, I should rephrase that because there's so many good Switch games. I wanted a PC game that I could play in bed. A game that felt mm-hmm. like a PC game. And that that's scratching the itch. And it syncs with Steam, so it's cross-save. So I can play on oh, the... Good. Yeah. So I can make progress on the PC or on the Switch. So that's cool. And I've also been playing Slay the Spire a lot. I have finished runs with all three of the first starting characters. So I got better at the game as much as I thought I would never would last week. I've, I'm now working on the fourth character. And then, of course, I have to go do real runs against the heart, which that I don't know how I'm going to do that. But, you know, every journey starts with the first step. So we'll see how that goes. <laughs> um, I play anything else, Anna? I probably did. Hold on. Let me open my Steam. You're not back in 14 yet, right? I Correct. saw that they were fundraising, but you hadn't responded to that. What does that so I mean? I figured you weren't playing. Uh, oh, the guild was putting together... Oh, they want to do money again? Yeah. Last I checked, I offered money and they didn't want anything. Okay. They gave up on it. I'll check again. I will check on that um, shortly. Um, okay. I should really... They're putting in bids for something? Is it a house? I think so. Our you know, my, our guild is in a weird spot in fourteen because we have some sort of land or buildings, but it's being held by people that have passed away. Oh, and so it gets weird. Oh right, I remember. I was gonna play Valkyria Chronicles because all I do is hear you and Josh talk about Valkyria Chronicles, but I guess that's over now. So now I'm not gonna want to play Valkyria Chronicles again. Um. Is that right, Kelly? Did you stop playing? Yeah, because Elden Ring and we already did the backtrack. You did the backtrack, so who cares now? (laughs) I I am sure I will go back to it because I was enjoying what I played, but I also had to be in the right mood to play it, and I am not in the right mood to play it right now. (laughs) Fair enough. And, uh, no, that's it. Um, I've been watching, I've been spending more time watching, like, Let's Game It Out. And that guy destroy <laughs> video games. And that's been most of my video game experience. So I want to play all these simulator games that are terrible. And then I go look at them and I realize, no, I really don't want to play them. I just want to watch him break them and then see the good parts of him spending seven hours doing something and not spend that seven hours myself. So, um, yeah, it's cool. Oh, I finished Final Fantasy VI. Thank you, Undeckable. On oh, last Sunday. Cool. It's done. So you can go watch that whole run on Twitch and our VODs, and I think it's going to YouTube or is on YouTube, so that's yeah, cool too. It is. And uh yeah, that was fun. Final Fantasy VI, still a good game. Who knew? So how good is that remix of Dancing Mad and the new arrangement? Pretty good. 
Oh, I freaking love that song. Um, and and the that whole fight just looked awesome in the new remastered pixel mode. Yep, pretty good. I I still need to finish that. I was playing the tablet version and I got distracted with something else. But that's neither here nor there. That's neither here nor there. That's actually probably the portable game I need to finish. Is that one? I don't know. I don't know either. I, 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 I don't know either. Sorry, sorry. I'm once again weird gaming portable space. Um, but we do I think have that's feedback it. about. Is it time yeah, to go to feedback? It's feedback time. I, um, what game would get you to buy into Sony's subscription service? From Featherhoof. To be honest, I still haven't come around to these gaming console subscriptions outside of my FF14 sub. I bought, I fought tooth and nail against PS Plus and Xbox Live Gold to the point where I became a PC gamer just so I could play online games without having to pay a subscription. I finally gave in to Nintendo this generation, but only because I can't play Mario Kart or Smash or anything else, not because of their emulation offerings. So I don't know any one game could really turn my opinion around. I still don't see the point. Then again, I said that about Netflix all those years ago and now i'm subscribed to five different video streaming platforms so never say never (laughs) nice i you know i think a lot of it depends on your financial situation Featherhoof. if you have gaming add but don't necessarily have the for can afford to buy new games all the time then game pass is probably for you i can afford to buy new games and wait wait for stuff on sale so Game Pass is kind of a non-issue for me. If all you play is super-duper mainstream stuff, Game Pass is a fantastic value. Yeah. But, yeah, it's it's Um, kind of one of those... That's not true. There was a whole thread about how that's not true this week. Oh, really? Oh, I forgot about that thread. Yeah. Like, the the Kotaku talk about, like, the the Game Pass has run its course or whatever, and it's like, Xbox replied, like, I guess someone, (laughs) tell me you only play AAA games without saying you only play AAA games, because they have lots of non-AAA games that are good on that service. (laughs) Yeah, if you like indie games, then Game Pass is supposed to be pretty awesome. And apparently it's really good for indie game developers, too, because they're getting a lot of their funding up front. Yep. So, well, and in general, so the way that you make money off of the Game Pass is very similar to the way that you make money off of Kindle Unlimited, which is it's based on how many people download and play your game. Yeah. And so you just you people don't need to commit in the same way that they do to buying. And there are some situations where you can actually, if you're an inexpensive game, you can make more money off of something like Kindle Unlimited or Game Pass than you would just straight up selling your thing. Mm-hmm. And plus, if you play at least, what is it? If you play at least two AAA, ND, AAA games a year, then Game Pass is paid for itself? Yep. If you play two so. AAA indie games a year, an angel gets its wings. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think the math is if you play two triple A's and one indie game. Okay. Uh, okay. And then because it's like one hundred and forty is shipped to a it's like an end user. Yeah, it's like one hundred and forty to one hundred and fifty dollars for Xbox in a year, something like that. A PlayStation yeah. Five is made available at GameStop dot com. <laughs> what are other miracles we can talk about? <laughs> 
All right. Uh, Tracer3 writes in and says, I am currently planning to get PlayStation Plus Premium when it becomes available in North America. I do feel like I would have more confidence in this decision if PlayStation were able to add all of the Persona games from the PlayStation family. It would give me a chance to play the PS1 and the PSP versions of Persona. I firmly believe the service will get better over time. Just crossing my fingers. And then from the Mighty Tam, there are several really rare PS2 games that I would love to see on the service. Sweet Code and 3 through 5 specifically that would get me to into the service. Although I currently have the PS Plus service for my wife, so we'll probably need to upgrade when renewal time comes. Yes, Tam, I there are a bunch of PS2 games that if they were on the service I would play because even though I have the physical versions, I'm kind of spoiled on being able to suspend games now and wireless controllers. So, but that's also why I really want a Steam Deck. <laughs> but would you like to see my deck? No, no, <laughs> we don't. No, thank you. Yeah, I just I'm I'm sorry because I just realized you're the, the only one among your household is the only one among us that doesn't have a uh, Steam Deck now. Aren't I the one who signed up for it first? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> ah. <laughs> Why don't I have one? Because I signed up for the best one, which was a mistake. Like, I've said this before, I'll say it again. It was a mistake. Um, I appreciate that they came out with uh, repair guides for it and upgrade guides for it. Oh, yeah. Be- this thing is anti- very repairable. Um, other than the battery. The battery in there is, um, it's in there hard. Oh. Yeah. You can do it. It's just, uh, you gotta be careful. Maybe don't. <laughs> I wonder what it would cost to have them uh, replace the battery, or how often those batteries wear well, out. Nobody knows yet. It's too new. Okay. Well, I, I guess we'll find out in a couple of years. <laughs> but um, we haven't figured out a question of the week yet. You're, yes, okay. I, resi- I reserved on Friday, July 20- 16th of 2021. Your expected order availability, quarter two, April through June of 2022. Oh, never mind. I see. I see it now. Never what? mind. What's going on? Oh, the, I don't want to say it until the story. Comes oh, okay, up. okay. Well, the, okay, I didn't move that story. So, are we ready for news? Yes. Beep 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 beep. Oh, uh, we've got more. Li- li- That's your phone vibrating on the table, by the way. Yes. I don't know if I talked about this on this show. Um, Vaughn was playing. Uh, Minecraft on his Steam Deck in bed the other night, uh-huh. and whenever he plays dirt, it made in my head the exact same sound that sounded like my my former elderly cat sharding in the other room, <laughs> <laughs> and it was it was driving me up the wall all night because I know that sound. <laughs> yeah, that because you have elderly cats that had bowel problems. That sound gave you. Yes, you uh, no, it made me laugh so hard. They do it in the box for us, Kelly. So we didn't have it outside the box. So we didn't get the oh. PTSD. We would just listen to him in there going, <laughs> and it echoing around the room, and we just couldn't stop giggling. We couldn't stop giggling. It's we like, are terrible thing. people. That, that, poor, that poor cat. I love that cat to death. But the, that first night without him, when I didn't have to go to the bathroom with a flashlight, it was like, I love you, Kiki. But you're in a better place in a now, better and place. so am I. <laughs> 
Sorry, I don't know why you bring the phone vibrating on the table made me think of that because yeah, s- some more sound. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm glad you can relate. Uh, sh- show title: Cat Sharding in the Air. We are the worst. Um, Your sorry. cat sharts on the Rainbow Bridge now. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, if you've if you've lost a pet, you might have gotten a card that talks about the Rainbow Bridge. <laughs> That's if you don't know what the hell I'm talking about. <laughs> all, all I can think of is poor Heimdall going, "Really, <laughs> really, really, Loki? Come on!" <laughs> oh, it's my uh, cat named Loki. Oh, okay, all right, fair enough. <laughs> we're in a mood today, that's for sure. Um. I know someone who has a cat named Sylvie and Loki, by the way. Okay. It's adorable. They're hairless. Oh, that's even funnier. <laughs> um, so sorry, news. So is it live a live or live alive? Whatever. It's live alive. Live alive alive remake trailers highlight more eras, including the Wild West, the Middle Ages, the near future, and the Twilight of Edo, Japan. And I watched all these trailers, and I cannot wait for this game. It comes out uh, globally on July twenty second, twenty twenty two, for the Nintendo Switch. Um, Don't care. I, I'm particularly looking forward to the <laughs> Wild West trailer play it, because can't you? Yeah, you can. But yeah, as long as you creatively acquire it. Oh right, yeah. Um, this new version has voice acting too. Oh, okay. Is it? Yeah. Good voice acting. Yeah, it does seem to be. Yes. I know. I'm asking for a lot there. <laughs> um, it's polished graphics and everything, and I imagine it has some quality life of life features. Um, so yeah, I cannot wait for this game. Um, so that's that. Yeah, I'm. I'm probably gonna pick this up as well. Hmm. It looks so good. Um, another game that looks kind of interesting, Meg's Monster announced. So um, this is going to be for PC and Nintendo Switch. And you play a – you follow a young girl named Meg who wakes up in the underworld, which is the land of monsters. And she meets uh, two monsters, an ogre named Roy and his friend Golan. An and ogre named Shrek and his friend Donkey. Sure. <laughs> And I guess these two monsters have to keep her from crying because if she cries, it it signals the end of the world. And okay. it's turn based. It's turn based combat, and Roy begins with nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine hit points. But you have to focus on making sure Meg doesn't cry. So it's the trailer gives me heavy Undertale vibes, and it sounds like it's going to be one of those games that's they, the fights are more like a puzzle, like Undertale. Okay. I don't know if you guys watch this trailer or not. No, I didn't. I watched a tiny bit, but yeah, like you, I was getting Undertale vibes, and so I kind of met out. Oh my gosh, Anna. Not everything is the Undertale battle system. <sighs> well, I don't know if the trailer really showed off the battle system that it much. It didn't. But, okay. Your well, problem with we'll Undertale, to... you said, was the battle test system, not the rest of it. Yeah. I, I don't think, yeah, this one is turn-based, and I don't think it's going to have a shooter or battle system. She hugs the monsters, Anna. Why doesn't this make you happy? I think I'm going to have to see some further gameplay before I make any final determinations. Mm-hmm. It, it, looks it feels like Monsters, Inc., sort of. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. What makes me wonder is if uh, 
you can actually heal Roy's hit points or if that's it. Don't know. Well, I'm, I'm going to keep an eye on this game. Um, when did they say that it uh, uh, will release internationally this fall? So we'll see how it goes. Um, we've also got Lost Epic fully launching in July. Yeah, this is the first time I feel like I'm hearing about this game. So, um, I also thought that I moved this down because it was technically a release date. But um, you control a knight called the God Slayer, and you're exploring this huge world called Sanctum while looking to defeat the Pantheon of Six. And it's going to fully release on July 28th for the uh, and and it's um, on early access right now on Steam, but it's going to access. Exit early access and will launch on PS4 and PS5. Very detailed characters. Oh, yeah, it's chasing that vanillaware style. Yeah. Except for the enemies. I don't know what's up. What? No, never mind. The The bosses are detailed. Okay. Oh, and it's that action RPG, not turn-based. Mm-hmm. Um, not Astral Chain. Astria Ascending kind of really spoiled me, or soured me on 2D indie turn-based indie games because that game was terrible i thought you liked it for some reason i i liked parts of it but the story went nowhere Ooh, and that's always very gross tell me yeah, about this tactics got... game that looks like final fantasy tactics okay well finishing oh. it, it, oh, like it also got very buggy towards I the end it got ahead <laughs> yeah um Tactical RPGs far away from home set for summer. This is going to be released on PC and it has a demo on Steam right now. There are a lot and... of werewolves in this game, it looks like. Oh no, yeah. not Iberation Darkness. <laughs> um, you are Simon and his allies and a scientific unveiling goes awry and you are sucked into a riff. But you have a doggy. Okay, this sounds not bad. Yeah, it looks like it's chasing that Final Fantasy Tactics. It's tactics look. with werewolves. <laughs> I mean, that's what Felseal is. Yeah. Oh, is it? Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, and but there you are more dog in your party. Look at the doggo. But... He just he, you can he, hug the dog. He says things like puppy face, <laughs> puppy <laughs> and face. then you hug him. <laughs> um, we've also got half baked girls announced this. Looks like a haunted mansion RPG, and I was annoyed that it wasn't a uh, weed sim. But there you go, um, weeb sim. Uh, Super National turn-based RPG in development for PC and is planned for release via Steam sometime in 2022 through 2023. And yeah, you're trapped in a haunted mansion, and you're trying to figure out your way out. And there's it <laughs> looks like a PS2 game. Is that a complaint no. or a compliment? That's a complaint. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm complaining. <laughs> it's uh yeah, they uh this is what happens when you try to do everything yourself. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that's that. Um we've I mean, got maybe it's another, really another... good, I don't know, but um we've got Banshee tactics and more now. tactical so this... games. This is this is uh, inspired by River City Ransom and Final Fantasy Tactics. Yeah, I uh, I did see this and I was like, hmm, this this might actually be relevant to my interests. So um, it's set around the fights between students of Sakai High School and Nam- Nakamura Technical High School and Minato High School. And yeah, I not the Minato. 
No. <laughs> That's the power um, of the Monado. And yeah, power struggle between three schools um, planned on being, it's being developed for PC right now and planned to release in early 2023. Oh, PC only. Who knows, maybe they're waiting for it to do well on Anna, PC Anna, you should play first. this. You beat up people. I know. It It looks interesting to me, but PC only, uh, maybe we'll have our you Steam have Deck so at that point. P- you, have, you have a laptop that's great that sits on your lap while you play games. All you have to do is instead look two inches to the right and focus on the laptop screen and play the game. You can do it. Mm-hmm. She doesn't believe um, me. <laughs> we've got Codename Wandering Sword announced. Okay. What is this? Um, well, it 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 looks like kind of a ripoff to the, of the 2D HD engine, which I've noticed has been happening a lot lately. Mm. Um, it's by Chinese studios Jia Meng and an RPG that utilizes distinct 3D 2D art style set in ancient China. Um, wow, it really does look like. Yeah. <laughs> if you told me this was made by the team that did um. Uh, Octopath, I'd believe you. <laughs> uh, can we have 2D HD? No, we have 2D HD at home. <laughs> the 2D, 2D HD at HD. home. Um, oh, that's actually pretty good. No, I'll take this. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you're playing a young man from Leo City who gets caught up in a feud and gets poisoned. And in the, the process, uh, somebody saves your life and then kickstarts this adventure. Uh, the battle system is tuned for multiple play styles including turn-based and real-time combat and there's a friendship system oh boy more friendship speeches i see sword kung fu what is sword kung fu that's when you like do fancy looking moves with a sword and then have powers and beams and and you know you're a sword saint listen i don't know what sword kung fu is (laughs) ask neo he knows kung fu um we've got Chris- sorry <laughs> we've got crystal rise releasing in october um this is a city builder rpg it's gonna come out it looks on like october a schmuck <laughs> yeah it kind of does um, so you, the you shoot the trees for wood all right cool <laughs> that's a weird flex but okay kind of looks cute though i don't see any building happening <laughs> just a lot of shooting and slicing um, and yeah, you find resources to build things on the island and recruit new denizens. Um, you can make a giant game. dessert drink that just sits on your <laughs> island as a decoration. So I appreciate you can build a vending machine, ladies and gentlemen. There we go. Oh, this uh, looking at this part of the trailer that kind of looks like Sky Factory from Minecraft, where you have a sky island oh, no. that you're adding blocks to. Now she's going to play Minecraft again. <laughs> those poor chickens oh just just wait till i get my steam deck sometime mm-hmm. in october mm-hmm. wait i thought you guys had a steam deck oh it's vaughn's steam deck. steam deck right vaughn has a because they're deck. gonna have two steam decks before i have one <laughs> that, that would be pretty funny i did pre-order the mid-level one now i mostly want a steam deck for saturn emulation Tangent, um, For the King 2 announced... Anna, did you play For the King 1? Um, no. I, I felt like was I a... was somewhat interested in it, and then I just never played it, and I don't remember okay. why not. Every time I look at For the King, I'm. it looks like uh, all the research tells me it's like a board game. And then I look at a trailer like this, and it looks like a TRPG. All of them look slow and boring to me, so I don't know what's going on with this game. 
Yeah, it says that it's a hybrid RPG board game. So the answer is yes. I think it's meant to be like a single run, too, not like a long campaign story with leveling up and stuff. Yeah. Well, it was popular enough to get a sequel. Yeah. Well, I think I have it on Game Pass, Anna, if you want to try it. Okay. Um, and then the I should have hyped the story. Tim Tim is fully releasing in September. Yes! Oh, I'm excited for this. I'm Tim excited Tim. for this. Um, it's going to exit early access, and it's going to be available for Steam and PS5. And Switch. Uh, oh, and Xbox Series X slash S. Yeah, and I yeah, think this is it's a- going to be Game Pass. Oh, is it? Oh, okay. Yeah, so the guys who make Temtem actually hang out in one of the dev discords that I'm in. Don't I own this already on so PC? You, I think you do. I think you bought the early access early version. Access, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I remember seeing this like before it was even announced for a PS5 and thinking that it was going to be very cool. Um, this is the game that actually got me convinced to try Nexomon because oh, okay. I was really sort of on the fence whether these like indie Pokemon alikes were going to be any good. Mm-hmm. And then I started looking into Temtem and that sort of led me into, all right, so if this could potentially be good, maybe my thesis on sort of indie Pokemon likes is wrong. And so that led me to Nexomon Extinction and I loved that game. So I'm very excited for Temtem to finally be released. Temtem will be out September 6th. Yeah, Temtem 1.0. Um, it looks like physical versions too, right? Yep. Yeah. Anna will get it on version? Switch, of course. Of course. Yeah. Ooh, on a collector's edition. Yes. Uh, I probably ought to see if I like the game first. Mm-hmm. Um, so our question of the week this week, uh, is there an indie Pokemon clone that you like? Ah, um, okay. Thus far, I've only played Dexomon. Oh, and Monster Sanctuary. That's my answer. Is that really a Pokemon clone? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you catch you catch things in it. You it, catch it was, things in it, you train them up. There's um strengths and weaknesses based on types. I I would say it's definitely a Pokemon like um, It's just it a was, Pokemon like rich uh Metroidvania. It's so good how come you haven't played it, Anna? Uh it's on my to-do the list. The Metroidvania part. <laughs> um I will say Anna, the Metroidvania part isn't as good. Um, they have so the reason that I was holding off a little bit is I had read that they were going to be adding a easy mode and they have oh okay so oh okay well I don't they added it a long time ago yeah she still hasn't gotten around yeah I just I haven't gotten around to it I I definitely want to I can't remember if I bought it or not she just bought a new physical game for reasons I don't understand yeah so it's going to come up in at the end of the show in in what we're playing next but I don't think we're there yet are we all right no no not yet we got to talk about Ayudin Chronicle uh switch version confirmed yeah so after two years of, of pussyfooting around and, well, Nintendo's going to come up with a new console really soon, so we're just not going to commit to anything. They were like, yeah, we feel confident that we can get this to work on the Switch, so have a Switch version. Stop complaining. There might be a small amount of extrapolation from me in that sense. You, uh, yeah, I think you've added a, a little bit of your own stink to that one. <laughs> <laughs> Spin, Chris. Spin. Oh, okay. Sure. But but will it be better than the spinoff game? Uh, I hope so. Uh, it better be. <laughs> For the sake of them 
succeeding because I, I don't ever hear anything positive about that spinoff game except from it's great. one person who said they'd started it and they were excited. Yes. I and, haven't heard back after that. Yeah. And <laughs> this is the thing that I find totally fascinating about this game. If you've played three hours or less of the Ayudin Chronicles spinoff, you're like, it's okay. It's good. It's going to go places, right? And then if you've played five or more hours, it's like, oh, this is chores. The game, it sucks. I don't want to keep playing it. <laughs> I want to wait and hear that from them. And I did Incredible Rising. (laughs) Just thrown at the end there like, hey. Well, that trailer (laughs) certainly looks more interesting than Rising, at least. The nice thing is, is Iudin Chronicles Rising is on Game Pass. So if you really want to see how big of a train wreck it is. It's a uh, or isn't or isn't none of us have played it on this show. Uh, Let's be clear. Haven't both Josh and Kelly played it? I played like the first hour. So she thinks it's good still. No. No. Oh <laughs> snap! That that was when I was starting to get sick after Josh trashed it, and I was like, you know what? I'm suffering enough right now. <laughs> If that isn't a scathing indictment for a game, I don't know what is. Uh, um, tell me about Furiuru's new game. No, this game looks like a PS2 game in a good way. Um, they have announced Trinity Trigger, which is a revival of 90s, uh, 90s style RPGs and is developed by um, Studio Three Wings with Three Rings with development staff, including composer Hikori. I feel like I feel like those games would be Atelier games, and we still have those today. So I don't understand what they're referring to. Um, yeah, but we don't really have any other sort of slice of life style games like that. Well, I mean, is it is it really slice of life, or is it um, tilted camera action games? Um, you s- why not both? I don't know. I'm asking you. You have like Pokemon in this. What's going Jeez. on? Yeah, I um, I don't know. Michael Baker is going to be writing an impression for us. Oh, good. So stay tuned for that. Um, it, it looks cool. I don't know how to boil down the premise of this game. Oh, it's like a whole paragraph. They literally have creatures created by the Pokemon illustrators: <laughs> Atsuko, Nishida, Tomohiro, Kitakaze, and Megumi Mitsutani. Nishida's cool. She's the one that made um, a bunch of the characters for Hometown Story. Okay. Like the little poof thing that flies around Yeah, those things you. looked cool. Yeah, she's yeah, the, the one that made Pikachu. <laughs> <laughs> you don't, do you disagree? Moving on. <laughs> Plan for launch in Japan on September 15th and confirmed for release on PS4, PS5, and Switch. And a demo is available in the country until June 30th on all three platforms. I don't... There's no word about a Western release. Ooh, there's there? a trailer. I would be shocked if this doesn't get picked up by somebody. I it, it should be. Like, this seems like the thing a lot of people would vibe on. It's yeah, like just, a 90s-style retro, retro-ish, uh, evoking action rpg where you control like pokemon along with your party yeah. members like yes give it to us <laughs> um the there's game a giant is... sword stick they're dealing with the sword stuck in azeroth here that's <laughs> here's where it went <laughs> the game the gameplay trailer itself is actually giving me um trials of mana vibes which yeah. i think some of the mana yeah. people worked on this that does not surprise me. 
This this looks like a lot of like old things coming back to life in a good way. I hope it's good. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll see. I mean, it certainly looks interesting. I I if it does come out here, I want to give it a try because this looks like my jam. And then finally, um, oh, I accidentally closed the story. I was about ready to read RPG Maker Unite. Yes, um, details character <laughs> animation. Very and technical. Asset systems. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and you're the programmer. You probably understand this stuff more than I do. I don't use RPG sprite sheets. Ah. Uh, but sure. Yes, this oh, looks yeah. like things you would use in a game. Yeah. <laughs> um, you have graphical asset systems. Um, you have a map editor to edit map tiles. There's a pixel scaler tool. Um, these all seem cool. Like, this seems yeah. like every other RPG maker to me. Am I missing something? What's new here? This doesn't even look like it's improved graphics or anything. What's interesting about about Unite other than it being the most current one that they want to sell you? Um, or am I just getting cynical? <laughs> I think you're just getting cynical. Okay. Their name, their studio is Gotcha Gotcha Games? Or is RPG I, Maker Unite a different company than the other RPG makers? I can't keep... I, I am, I'm not sure. Um... I know that when I asked Vaughn about RPG Maker games, he was telling me that like the OG one really sucked. <laughs> yeah, but there's but like seventy five games. Yeah. So your mileage may vary, but so if I go to rpgmaker.makerweb.com, who owns this company? Gotcha, gotcha games. Okay, so it is them and Katakawa Corporation and Dejika. All right, well there we go. Let's just have everyone involved. But that is all the news, and now we've got new release dates. Yep. Um, so Mercenaries, Mercenaries Rebirth. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Uh, Mercenaries Rebirth Call of the Wild Links is heading to Steam. Good. What's the date? You said it was a date. Um, Later this year. That's not a date. Yeah. So they always do this thing where they're like, they announce it's going to come to a platform, and then like three days before it comes out, they're like, it's coming out in three days. Have you bought this yet, Anna? Uh, yeah, I've had it on uh, Switch since it came out on Switch. Oh, okay. Yeah. The sixth entry in the Mercenaries series. Yep, so the second trilogy is now completed. Oh my gosh, you've played them all, haven't you? I have. Are any of them good? Eh, they're all fine. <laughs> hey, there is nothing wrong with a solidly mediocre game. <clears throat> White Knight Chronicles. That is just a bad game. No, it's, it is true mediocrity. <laughs> That's the problem. I think you're you're underestimating how better than mediocre your mercenaries games are. <laughs> I feel like I bitched about a mediocre game recently and I'm blanking on it now. Never mind. True um, mediocrity SD is like eating sand. <laughs> what? I hate I hate sand. I hate sand. I hate sand. <laughs> um SD Gundam, Gundam Battle Alliance is launching in oh. August on August 25th. To since, be since we don't have see. Alice anymore, we have to look for Tam for our hype for the SD Gundams. Yeah. So PC, PS5, PS4, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, and Nintendo Switch. Huh. This is very anime, this cutscene. This is the little chibi game, right? Well, I it's... So. Yes. Yeah, they're all the chibi Gundams, but they're in 3D. They're fully rendered. It's like... Yeah, but they're going full on anime with all these chibi Gundams. It's weird. 
with voice acting, folks. And then this surprised me this week. Dragon Quest Builders is now available on mobile. Cool. It, it wasn't already? Honestly, no. no. This is it the first um, one? Yeah. So it's the less gooder one, but it's still good to have it on mobile. It opens yeah. it up to a whole new audience. Um, and then it gets you a chance closer to Dragon Quest Mobile's two or Builders Two on yet another platform you to, for you to play. Yeah, it is um, twenty one ninety nine now, and that's a lot of launch discount at regular price thirty dollars. Oh wow! Square Enix wants thirty dollars for a mobile game. Who knew? It's a good game. It's worth that. Um, Does it support controllers? I don't know. Well, how about you answer that first before you tell me it's worth $30? Because they have a history, um, Kelly. They yeah, have a history and we don't trust them. Uh, <laughs> especially, especially since I learned this week that the Switch release, uh, the physical Switch release, got really rare and is really expensive now. I mean, you can still get it on digitally. It's but okay. The I'm, second one's hey. better anyway. Who cares? Yep. Uh, the first but it's one still is good perfectly... to play both. The first one is perfectly playable. They take everything but... away from you every chapter. Chris is very bitter about that. I never played after the first chapter because of that. Like, no, I'm not starting over. I'm done. And it's part of the story. I know. You really did yourself a disservice quitting that. And no, you never played Builders 2, which is like... I'm good. It, it, it fixes all of the things that he hates, but he still doesn't want to play it. I just have no desire to. But it fixes all the things you hate. Yeah, but it, you know, I still feel good. I'm I'm done. Fair. <laughs> Look, but, but buy this so that Squeenix get the hint that we want more builders and not cryptocurrency or whatever blockchain crap they're trying to do. Oh, yeah, I have no faith in whatever I'm blockchain. not giving them $30 as, for a phone game with no controller support. As someone who actually works in crypto and NFT, I have zero faith in Squeenix doing anything interesting or novel in crypto and NFTs. Just saying. Oh, no. oh, gatekeeping the NFTs, huh, Anna? Huh? If they basically pull an Ubisoft, and I think that that is the direction that they I think would go, pre-pulled at Ubisoft, then they're then they just don't understand what would attract crypto bros. Does to anybody? There. Yes. <laughs> I was gonna say, didn't you hear that Inafune is doing NFTs now too? Yeah, um, maybe someday Mighty Number no. 9 will come to the 3DS and Vita. Get your I meaningless entry she... on a digital ledger about Mighty Number no. 9 today. Uh, I think that ship has sailed. What does Jack move um, and why does it have a prologue? Um, the demo is available for free on PC and Mac via Steam. And it stars a vigilante hacker with uh, in the cyberpunk world of Moto City. I have One, to play she... as a girl. Oh, my realism is ruined. <laughs> um, it has turn-based combat that takes place in cyberspace. I like that Kelly doesn't even. Kelly's <laughs> um, like, I'm, no, seen... I'm sick of your crap. Yeah, Chris. so you're, you looks like you, yeah, you look like a '90s hacker lady, and you're gonna go screw some shit up. Since uh, it was one of those things that I knew you were playing a character and I was moving on. Um, <laughs> All right, so you can play right now on Steam on PC yeah, and Mac. So go try it out. Um, Jack Unexplored Move. 2 Xbox release set for next week. Um, 
this is an action roguelite. And wait, did they actually call it a roguelite? Yeah, roguelite. Nice. You gotta play it now, Anna? Uh yeah. Um character death is permanent, but players are given the option of building a new hero to pick up the mantle. Cool. So it's coming out on Xbox One and Series X on June third. The full PC release this week. Um, wonder if it'll be on Game Pass or not. Doesn't uh, say it, so I assume not. Presume no if it doesn't say it no. at this point. Yeah. So that's that. We've got Gordian Quest launching in June. Anna, it's um, a card based RPG. Oh, yeah. I have one of those that I need to play on Switch. But here's um, another on, one. <laughs> uh, um, it's in early access right now. And the actual release date is June 23rd, and um, it's going to release on PC. Um, we've also got a uh, Neo Geo Pocket Color RPG Biomotor Unitron released on Switch. Yeah, this feels like it came out of nowhere. Because it did? Like, I don't 199 even years ago, the trailer starts. Planet Elsia. <laughs> wow. The graphics look like they're from 199 years ago. Oh, you're mean. No, the meteor hit the moon, planet, ocean place, and now there's robots. What is this game? Is this a Pokemon clone? No, since Pokemon didn't exist at the time. It was giving me more of a uh, Ultraman vibe. Oh, oh, it's a it's an RPG. Yep. Biomotor Unitron. And then, uh, I'm going to butcher this name, Dungeon of Naublick. The Holbiak, I think. The Holbiak. Or something. Final DLC is out this summer. Um, It's going to raise the level cap to 16, and you will unlock new skills and acquire new gear. And it's estimated to be about half as long as the base game. Um, When is... I don't see a release date for the actual... DLC in the story, so I guess it's just the summer. Um, the original or the base game was based off of a French author or something. Um, yeah, Chris, you tried playing this, but you pooped out of it. I know, fast. I and I don't think I had a good reason to, though. It just wasn't keeping me going, but I should. I mean, that is an okay reason to stop playing a game. I don't know. You didn't seem to accept it when I told you about Dragon Quest Builders that way. Yeah, well, um, that's your revenge for giving me all sorts of crap about Dragon Quest Eight all the time. Well, okay. Dragon Quest Eight, you didn't finish the game. Uh-huh. And you said you'd finish the game. I finished and I was just making sure you knew you did not finish the game. I finished the game. <laughs> you didn't even get the real ending. So I'm going to continue harassing you about Dragon Quest Builders. That's what I'm hearing. But I didn't finish the game, and I didn't want to finish the game. I'm saying play Dragon Quest Builders, too. Oh, that's not what you were saying earlier. But go ahead, Kelly. No, the the difference is that um, Dragon Quest VIII, that's all post-game content. You bailed on Dragon Quest Builders when uh, there was, like, much more game. Absolutely. So it's not a matter of just finishing up and getting the real ending. It's a matter of, I don't want to play most of this game. There's a difference. Fair enough. Um, that play that was all. Game. Play the end of Dragon Quest Eight then. That was all the news. <laughs> or all the We're groups. married. Aren't you glad <laughs> to have me tell. back, Kelly? <laughs> yes. Um, that was all the briefs. Now, what is coming out? 
Wait, what's this about things sneaking in? What in the... Okay, so here, let's talk about things that came out last week that we didn't know about, like Biomotor Unitron, um, the Dragon Quest Builders mobile game, Dungeon Defenders Waker, and I think we mentioned Fabled Lands hit. Um, it was, uh... What the heck was Fabled Lands? Why didn't I hear about this last week? Look at this. It's an old-school RPG. You choose your adventure. You develop your character. And tactical... Okay, that's why. It doesn't have any animation. All right, well, check it out. We didn't talk about it last week. There's a trailer um, on the site in the uh, new release roundup for May 26th. Um, Forgotten Fables, Wolves on the West... No, that's what I just taught. No. Forgotten Fables, which is different than Fabled Lands. <laughs> Forgotten <laughs> Fables, Wolves on the West Wind is a game with, uh, uh, did we talk about that last week? Oh, I don't even care. Just go look at it. Then Hellslave, and then Kepler Earth is a 2D sandbox RPG, so that's a little different than these other ones. Out There, Oceans of Time we missed. What is that? It's a sci-fi... I got no gameplay here, but the trailer looks cool, all right? So go check that out. It's a space exploration RPG blending roguelike resource management interactive fiction gameplay. A lot of interactive fiction stuff going on. Unexplored 2, we talked about. That's out now. Anna's going to apparently go play it, right? Yes. What? You said Unexplored 2. It's a roguelite, so you want to play it. Oh, yes. <laughs> what are you gonna, where are you going to play it? Um... Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. And then... <laughs> What's coming out this week? Unexplored 2 on Xbox and Xbox Series S and X. Okay, I see. We had PC last week. Um, so I'll probably play it on that. Soldiers for PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. You won't play it on either. What are you talking about? It's not on Switch, so you don't care. Meh, um, meh, meh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you don't disagree, though. Dwerve, whatever Dwerve is for PC, Mac, and Linux. And Magnum Lord, if you want, like, that's an NIS game, right? Old one. That was the one that Josh played that was an action RPG that he said ran like crap on the Switch. Cool. Now you can play it on PC. Yeah, that's the one that has visual novel elements to it, right? I think Magnum so. Magnum Lord? Um, I think so, yeah. I'm not sure. Dwerve is a epic action adventure with tower defense combat, if you want to try that out on PC this week. And uh, Soldiers we've covered in the past, which I said is PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. Um, I don't remember how Soldiers plays. No. Okay. That is... Um, I presume oh, that's you're a 2D... saying it like that because it's S-O-U-L. That's right. S-O-U-L. That's right. It's 2D side-scrolling action RPG. So, um, But not like hard like a Salt and Sacrifice. More like a... Man, it's so vibrant and colorful. It looks cool. I want to try this. Soldiers. Let's see if I can pick it up somewhere cheap. Soldiers. That does look cool does look nice right yeah i look forward to reviews it's so well animated yeah <laughs> all right so that's that's my pick for things to check out soldiers all right then we have a new early access the use of life is available on steam early access now what is that chris well i'll tell you once this page loads the site is not as performant as i would like it to be yeah. Do we need to reset the pods? I don't know. It was really slow when I was trying to uh, post my backtrack Thursday. Playism oh, so and solo developer Darren Echo Games. Yeah. Oh, Soldiers has a demo. 
Ooh, all right. We'll go check that out. Uh, the use of life has, you're like a rabbit guy and there's a dragon and I don't know, you go and try and resolve things and then there's dodging and battle systems and I don't know what's going on. So go be a rabbit guy in the use of life. Early access on Steam right now. That should be their tagline. Go be a rabbit dude. (laughs) And get all the furries. There you go. What have we got for content on the site? Well, that's just loads. (laughs) So, uh, article I'm looking forward to, or looking forward to reading the Tales series. Where to start? Ooh, where um, do you start? Well, oh. if you read the article, it'll tell you. Oh, well, that's cheating. My my only contribution to this was uh, talking about Tales of uh, Zillia Two and how awesome it is to go find all the cats. That does sound pretty awesome. But yeah, there's there's a ton of Tales games, and this is contribute. Um, a bunch of us worked on this article. Yeah, I think so. There was like ten people in the end that worked on it. Mm-hmm. The so. largest multimedia crossover in history. Well, most of the where to starts have been like two or three people in comparison. Well, okay. Yeah. Fair enough. And then we've also got, oh, hey, it's a Seven Pirates H review from Anna. Yay! I wrote something. Gave it a three out of five. It's good. Three out of five. I had a lot of fun with it. It is no Um, masterpiece of gaming accolades that's going to win all sorts of awards. But it's fun. It's short. It's relatively well-paced. And it has tits. Oh, goodness. (laughs) Glowing review. Um, we've also got an Iron Oath early access impression from Ryan Costa, which was that? What was Iron Oath about? Is it? Oh, tactics RPG. One of the many tactics RPGs I think we've talked about recently. Yeah, they're um, all of a sudden coming back into uh, vogue. And then we've got Adventure Corners from Alex, who played the Centennial Case, a Shijima story. Yeah, I have this on my wish list. I I want to pick it up. And then Sam Walker played Arcade Spirits, the new Challengers. It sounds awesome. I definitely need to pick up. This is a sequel to uh, the, or, the first arcade, arcade Spirits. Yep. Okay. Um, and it takes place in an alternative reality where arcade, um, where like, yeah, quarter arcades didn't die out in the 80s. Yeah. So you go, you can go check out all those editorials on our site. I think that's everything. Yes, it was a, kind of an action-packed week. Yeah. So, Kelly, what are you going to be playing this week? Um, more Elden Ring. <sighs> Will Kelly be an Elden Lord? Are you going to help week? her do some bosses, Chris? Not if I can get away with not. <laughs> Chris's Gee, boss at his job job. Um, was needing help to get through some Elden Ring stuff, and so Chris was helping him out. We can't get through a single meeting at my workplace without talking about Elden Ring. <laughs> he's almost at the. He's at. He's on the last boss, and I don't know what we're gonna do when he finishes. I won't be able to distract him from difficult conversation topics by. Throwing Elden Ring topics at him anymore. There's going to be a hole in your heart, won't there? Uh, See, all of my coworkers are gamers and play Elden Ring, and my boss just like has no clue when we go into nerd talk. <laughs> it's kind of weird. Mm-hmm. 
I think Chris wishes he had that problem. Uh, it started out okay. <laughs> your mileage may vary, Chris. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I don't want to get into it because when I said I had a podcast, I don't know if she's going to listen. <laughs> Fair enough. Because I said it's about gaming. You probably wouldn't understand any of it. Yeah. Every oh. time I go on a new call with someone that wants to do partnerships with Mooncats, they're like, wow, you have a really nice audio setup. You should do a podcast. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's my <laughs> life. Every call. Every call. <laughs> it's really funny. Man, this, ta- this Tales uh, article makes me want to boot up some of the classic Tales games. I hear they're good, even though I have no interest in them. I love the two PlayStation ones. Or the two PlayStation 1 ones, I mean. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I've just never connected with Tales games. I've repeatedly tried to play them, and just every time, nope. No, it's it's understandable. They got kind of crazy after a while too. But uh, I'm glad that people like them. I'm glad that we're surfacing the best ones, so that people who are interested in the series can can start with the best foot forward. So, um, if you read the article, leave a comment with the things that you like and don't like or series that you would like us to do similar coverage for next, because we are always looking for feedback on these really big articles. They take a Mm -hmm. lot of time and a lot of coordination to do. And we are all volunteer run. Um, Yeah. And so knowing what content to put out next for these really beefy articles is super duper helpful. Mm-hmm. Well, what was interesting about that one is um, Sam put that out while I was in Atlanta. So by the time I got to it, most of the most of the games were claimed already for articles. Luckily, my one of my favorite ones in the series, Zillia Two, was still available, and it was neat to kind of provide a perspective on one that not everybody had played. Awesome, Chris. What are you going to play this week? Um. Uh, oh. Probably more idle champions. I just got back into it. So that's going to last a day and a half. And then Memorial Day weekend will be over. Which, by the way, it's Memorial Day weekend. The only thing I care about is eating brats. And <laughs> after that, um, it'll probably be more Divinity Original Sin 2. Or for all I know, I might just, boom, Final Fantasy fourteen bugle hit again. And then I can <laughs> go back and finish that expansion. I don't really know. <laughs> what I should play, of course, is Triangle Strategy. But I will acknowledge that and move on. I um I found a inexpensive copy of 13 Sentinels Aegis Rim on Ooh. Switch. And so That's the game you bought again. Yes. That you've already played. As soon as I finish um I even own it on PC. Great Ace Attorney. There is no PC version. Uh wanna bet? No, you're actually right. Sorry. That was God Galaxy showing me to me on PlayStation. Never mind. I was like, you are correct. Are you talking? You are correct. I'm wrong. (laughs) Sorry. Um, I have totally lost my train of thought now. It's fine. Um, Um, as soon as I finish Great Ace Attorney, I'm going uh, to jump back into that one. Yeah, I'll bet that game is fun playing the second time around, knowing what you know. Well, and the cool thing is, is I you can get a really different experience depending on what order you play the stories in. Mm-hmm. 
And so that's what I'm looking forward to the most of like, all right, this is how I, I, I have a vague recollection of the order of the stories that I did last time. And so I'm going to do things differently this time. Um, I will admit I was a little bit annoyed that they, that game kind of dropped to 40 bucks after it came out. <laughs> I wish I would have waited like a week or two <laughs> to get that. Yeah, sorry. But um, eh, that's that's my fault for pre-ordering stuff. I, I should have waited, but I, I love that game so much I had to double dip. Yeah, Chris is mad at me for double dipping, but I don't care. Why are you mad for double dipping? She's putting words in my mouth. This is hearsay. I can't. I can't Didn't you really... just like 30 seconds ago on this podcast say, I don't know why you bought it again. I have it on PC. That's not the same as being mad. But like, seriously, why'd you buy it again? You already. You've already played it. What are you going to do? Because playing it, port- you can play it in bed now. And yeah, it's it's very much a fight club where it's a different game knowing what you know. <sighs> Ellie's going to back me up on this one, Chris. I'm sorry. She always backs you up. Not always. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's still wrong about Undertale, but I love her. Yeah, that's right. And uh, 13 Sentinels was my second game of the year in 2020. So it's a good game. It deserves to be double-dipped on. Ha. And I'm... I, I can't really complain about money too much, given that I bought a very expensive Red 13 figure. Oh, I saw recently. that. It looks so good. Oh, it is the best figure. It's it's about as big as a ki- uh, normal-sized kitten. <laughs> wow. I want to see it. Uh, I'll go to your Twitter. It's fine. Yeah, here. I, I will post a webcam. Or no, I don't want my webcam. Is, I'll send you pictures later, but he is a good boy and he is cute and I, I love him. And he's got toe beans. And my dumb cat keeps trying to eat his tail. <laughs> Wait, which one is this? Oh, you have two of them now. Uh, scroll down. Okay, one's yeah, from the remake. Beans. Okay. That's all of them. It's the big one. Or it's the one on the right. I like the plushie the best. Yeah. The plushie is well, pretty I, awesome. I was trying to get a size comparison to the um, version that I want to say released in, what year was it? It, it was like 2007, mm-hmm. um, based off of the PlayStation game, or the the PS1 game. And this one is based off of the uh, remake. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't buy the Advent Children version. I couldn't afford it at the time, and I kind of regret it now because that thing goes for like $400. Wow. Kelly, I'm um, going to be honest, this current one is kind of weird, lanky looking, and the way you've got it tilted with its legs, it but looks he's really lanky zombie. in the remake. It looks real, yeah. it looks real gross to it, me. It I'm, looks just like he does in the remake. No, he is very lanky in the remake. He doesn't look disgusting in the remake. Um, I will, okay. well, I will, well, one, it's because he's so articulated, and two, I was trying he's to get him to loaf, yeah. I, I, but he wouldn't bend that way, so I thought, okay, well, we'll just put him in pooped out cat mode. So he's just laying See? like a house this cat. this one I want to hug. All right. This one I don't want to <laughs> hug. All right. Please don't hug your red 13s. They oh, are on fire. Just the tail. Uh-huh. All right. Uh, thank you, Chris. Thank you. Thank you, Kelly. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Forecast, for the encoding. Thank, Thank you. Thank you, Del North, for our amazing intro-outro music. Thank you. Thank you, listeners. You Thank guys you. are awesome. Thank you. 
We appreciate you guys listening each and every week, or Thank even sometimes too. occasionally, or if you're a first-time listener, he welcome to needs, our insanity. He just needs a bath. We hope you stay around, despite Chris's... He just needs a... Is he a dog derby? or a cat? I think he's a cat. We'll, well see everybody next time. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm. <laughs>